Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello. Happy Thursday, everyone. Last uh, show of the week. Don't worry. We'll be back on Monday. I'll be in Mexico with Noah. Mm-hmm. Noah, we're going to broadcast from Mexico? <laughs> I hope so. I didn't even so. think about it. I mean, yeah, we're doing it. I got asked to do another show next week. Um, and I said, listen, I can do it. I'm trying to take next week off, like truly sink into a vacation. And um, But this, I honestly would miss if I took this show off. Yesterday, I had the longest day. And I know I always say this, but like I just am not used to having a thing that I don't dread and that on a day where I have so much other stuff going on that I still want to do this. But yesterday, no, it was today. Why am I thinking it was yesterday? Today I have so much going on. Um, right after this, I have a hair and makeup lady showing up two hours of getting gussied up. Then I'm going to sit down in this exact chair and put on my 
laptop and talk to Access Hollywood, Entertainment Tonight, E, a bunch of other things. They um, And I was like, oh, God, I have so much to do. And then, you know, just I haven't been able to clean my house or unpack from my last trip. Like, I, I just kind of unpacked last night, but it's just my house is a mess. Andrew's actually leaving town to take his girlfriend to move to Chicago, which I'm sad about, but also glad that I'll have the place to myself to just you know, I don't know, do whatever. But I was thinking about this podcast this in this morning, I had an orthodontist appointment at 920. And I had to go shopping afterwards to go get an outfit for this press day that I'm doing today, because they offered me 500 bucks. HBO said, you can have 500 bucks for wardrobe. And I just thought like, oh, they're just gonna give it to me. And like, I can just wear something I have and then use it later or whatever. Because it will go to like, I'll wear $500 worth of my own clothing. Like, maybe they're paying me to wear it. Um, but my assistant let me know, like, only if you buy something will they give it to you. So I went to TJ Maxx. Noah, oh my God. I, like, I'll get to that in a second. What I wanted to say was that I was, like, so excited to do this podcast <laughs> while I was, like, thinking about, like, I got to rush and do this. I was, like, this day I would have a worse day if it wasn't for this. And this is all I need. This is all I need in my life of sin is me and my girlfriend me and my girlfriend all i need to the very end is me and my podcast noah and andrew and my bestie's gonna listen every day you don't have to listen every day we'll catch you up um yeah i i love everyone that listens every day and treats it like your morning radio show like a drive time thing like check in i love that some of you just pop in when when you want to um, thank you for listening today and um, putting up with my voice. Sometimes my voice, I'm trying to be more like soft-spoken and like less like up here. Someone recently told me I am Anya and like my ex-boyfriend. A lot of people though, but uh, some people that are not St. Louisans have said that my Midwest accent is kicking right now. Like it is back in full force and I don't mind it. You know, it's not, I just tend to sound like my mom a lot more, you know? God damn it, Nikki. Well, you know what? I, like the other day, some, um, my ex-boyfriend said something that was very out of character and I go, who is this guy and how do I keep him around? Like I said something like that and I told Anya, I said that and she goes, whoa, that was very Julie Glazer. And I was like, I'm almost doing a character when I say that kind of stuff, you know, like, who's this guy? And when it, but so is my mom. My mom is hilarious. God, my mom is so funny. I really like, I love my mom so much, which is, you know, obviously goes without saying, but you know, there've been times in my past with going through therapy. I was just talking to someone yesterday about therapy, how it like makes you realize your parents may have done some stuff that like, if you love your parents and you go to therapy, you might like learn stuff about your parents that like makes you maybe see them differently and you resist it because you're like, I just want to love my parents. I don't want to complicate this. Why bring this into it? And I went through a phase of like being mad at them about the stuff that came up in therapy. And then you go through a phase of mourning the parent that you wanted, that you maybe in a perfect world should have had. No one has the perfect parent, right? Unless you're um, I'm trying to think who's the perfect parent. My sister. I told my sister yesterday or two days ago, I really had a heart to heart with her. And I was like, as much as you're impressed by me, you know, hosting award shows and doing a t podcast and having 
fans who are connected to me and all the things that I do that, you know, on paper, uh, hosting F-Boy, like all these things that like, oh my God, my little, my big sister Nikki has just turned into a star. It must be very, I know how impressed she is and like, I could never do what you do. But I said in the same vein, Lauren, you are the Nikki Glazer. I uh, like the way I am in comedy and entertainment. You are that as a um, mother. Like I watch her and no offense to any mothers out there. I just have never seen a mother be so patient with kids that can be very, very demanding. And she um, is just I, I just would never expected it from my little sister who used to throw things at me in anger immediately. Like whatever she was holding in her hand, if I made her mad, it would come hurling at my head with uh, pinpoint accuracy. You know, Gina Davis archery skills in throwing a remote at my head. One time she threatened me with a knife um, when we were babysitting ourselves. I was supposed to be babysitting her and she said if I call the cops that she'll stab me and she like held a knife up and like guarded the phone. It was very weird. My friend Kirsten was over and witnessed it. I'm glad someone bore witness to that. My sister was like crazy. Never really hurt me. Um, I hurt her for sure. Um, uh, emotionally and physically probably. Well, we both like really hurt each other. But anyway, my sister's such like a gentle, kind, good mother and her kids are not going to be like that interesting you know because they're like so deeply loved but um no they're gonna be great I uh but what I want to say is I went to uh I really got off on some tangents here I'm grateful for my um I'm grateful for my listeners I'm grateful for all the messages I got yesterday about the show with Zach Sherwin with the X show you know that was a little bit of a risk to be so self-indulgent in this story that meant so much to me but maybe doesn't have um, applications in your own life but uh, boy was I wrong uh, a lot of people writing to me saying how great it was how emotionally evolved I seem how um, it was just really nice to get all these responses about like Nikki you've done a lot of work and it's it, it seems you've it really showed I was just like oh okay good maybe I'm an adult now I don't know um, I loved that podcast yesterday it was like truly I just felt so much love for someone that I hated so much and that what a beautiful feeling that is I really love forgiveness and um being accountable for the things that I did wrong in a situation where I only was the victim for so long like there's no doubt about it I didn't do anything wrong ever and boy was that not the case and I think that you can apply to it to uh, your own life anything that you're like upset about and you go I I didn't do anything um there's always something to find, whether it's how you handle the thing that you didn't do anything to, um, you know, be because I, you know, I think about like rape and I go, I never want some girl to go. What was my part in it? What your part in it is not like how it happened in, 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 in my opinion, in any circumstance, but how you deal with it afterwards is something that you're in control of and can be uh, accountable for and is probably one of the hardest things in the world. But um you know, rape victims are very, very strong, very strong people. Um, so I read something today, though. I'm going to go to TJ. I'm going to get to TJ Maxx in a second. But I just before I forget, this was this kind of helped me yesterday and today. You know how I always talk about like those minor moments that will just derail your day. Little like something that will happen in. Well, just listen to this. This was posted by Marquise Got Goodwin. I don't know who that is, but he's verified. Marquise Good Goodwin on. Um, on Twitter, he said, if you had $86,400 in your bank account and someone stole $10 from you, would you get upset and throw the remaining amount of 
$86,390 away? Uh, no. See, we have 800, 8,000, sorry, we have 86,400 seconds every single day. So don't let a negative 10 seconds ruin your entire day. You run this shit. Pay attention. And yeah, pay attention. Like those moments where I, I didn't even finish the story yesterday, but I got two coffees from my Starbucks that I had to drive to. The second one I was saving for later in the day, Luigi pulled me in a way when I was taking him out. And it was because I had to put a leash on him because I knew people were going to be like, she has him off leash. So I put a leash on him just to please other people. And because of that, he tugged the leash. My Starbucks went flying. It spilled a whole venti Starbucks. There was probably a sip left. Spilled on a carpet in the... um, little vestibule entering my apartment building. I went to the office, the leasing office, and I go, guys, I just spilled an entire latte. I am so sorry. And they were like, we're not going to tell you that that was just put in 30 minutes ago. We're not going to tell you that. And I go, you, well, you just did. And I am very sorry. What can I do? And they were like, don't worry about it. Um, I felt bad about the new carpet, like soiling it. Um, I wanted that latte. I was mad at Luigi. I... I got distracted by my anger and then I had a moment out by the bushes when Luigi was peeing and I was waiting for him to poop and I go, Nikki, you know what to do here. You weren't meant to have that latte. That would have made something about that latte. If you had had it, it would have made you sick. It would have given you some kind of weird energy that wouldn't have been good for your rest of the day. God, whatever it was, had to intervene and knock it out of my hand because I wasn't going to do that for myself, right? So I... I paid attention to the negativity and I stopped it in its tracks and wasn't going to let that because you know when you go everything's going wrong today and you start this like story about your day because two things went wrong. Let's say you locked your keys in your car. Then you spilled your coffee. Everything's wrong today. Guess what's more things are going to go wrong because you're in a negative space. When I locked my keys in my mom's car in the trunk and it was like this whole fiasco I like didn't I just go I can get a locksmith this this is not no one died everyone in my family's healthy like this is not that big of a deal so I hope when something like that happens to you today that really fucks up your day that you can remember and I did this yesterday on my press junket for f-boy island I go you know I was having the best time on the show. I really wasn't aware of how hard everyone worked because I was so protected as the host. Like everyone was always cheery around me and like I was having the best time. Like this is the best time of my life and everyone's like, I've been working, I haven't slept for 16 days and like uh, one hour a night and everyone's sleepless. And um, I would, whenever someone would come up to me and go, Nikki, like, it's just like, I don't know what to do with these guys. And like, they think this thing and I'm like stressing, like someone was having a panic as everyone does on every production, no matter what it is. I just go, can we take a second here and remember what the name of the show is? We are on a show called F Boy Island. This, nothing matters. Literally like the fact that we are acting like F Boy Island is like our end all and like getting so worked up. Yes, jobs are on the line and your future economic stability might be on the line. But in the scheme of things, it's F-Boy Island. And so I want to start a new motto that whenever you get caught up on something that literally does not affect the health and happiness of your family and your loved ones, you just go, listen, it's F-Boy Island. Everything's F-Boy Island. It all doesn't matter. It all will be forgotten. That thing that you got stole, you know, the piece of jewelry that you, the ring that's in your family for decades that you lost, that was your grandmother's. That thing that you like can't stop beating yourself up about. You let down your family. Whatever that thing is, guess what? 
All your family's gonna die someday, so will you. That ring is just a thing that will end up in the ocean when the oceans rise. Everything is a thing that will go away. Focus on what you do have and not what you don't have. And thankfully, you had that ring for many generations, and now it's time for it to be in a sewer or whatever, you know? Um, I did go to TJ Maxx. That $500 that I was told about uh, to spend, the only place I was open after I got out of my orthodontist at 9.30 was TJ Maxx. I ran over there because I'm a Maxinista, and I went buck wild. I spent $600 on diff. Oh, my God. If you want to get good skin stuff, go to go to TJ Maxx. All of their facial stuff, like hair stuff. I got two gigantic conditioners, $14 each, that are really nice, like, you know, salon brand. Um, and then I... I couldn't find an outfit. Like, nothing was cute enough. That's the weird thing about TJ Maxx. They have, like, their runway racks, which are, like, you know, hundreds of dollars. Like, priced down from, under like, $800 to $200, where you're like, okay, there's a $200 jacket, and then over on this rack, it's a $9.99 jacket. There's nothing in between, so it's either crap or, like, crap made in China or expensive crap made in China. That just has a tag on it that makes you think it's more better than the other stuff. Couldn't find anything. All of the runway stuff was like picked over and I wanted to spend money on the runway stuff to get that 500 bucks, you know? And so I just, I went over the racks a million times. All the sizes are weird. I couldn't, anything I liked was an extra large or like a zero. And I was just like, ugh. So I found this, this insane outfit that I'm going to wear for my press today to justify the cost. Yeah, maybe I might leave a tag on the pants so I can return them if they don't work out. But the whole outfit will be seen. I forced myself to find an outfit. I used to love this show called, um, it should have been called Make It Work, but it was called like Something for Less. And it was hosted by Elizabeth Hasselbeck, RIP, to when she was um, not a Trump, uh, Trumpy. Um, but she did the show where she would challenge people to go to like a Goodwill or whatever, like secondhand store with a certain amount of money and then find the most fashion forward outfit and put it all together. And they had stylists. And I just loved that. I love the challenge of being somewhere where like nothing is cute, but you got to make a fucking great outfit, which is what I did last week at Ted Lasso. That is more fun to me than going to a place that just guarantees that you look cute. It's such a better story to be like, look at what I did. So um, I'm excited about my dumb outfit today. I did it. I, you guys, I did it. I spent $500 at TJ Maxx. Aren't you proud of me? <laughs> Let's get Andrew in here. Andrew! Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. 
you can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Alrighty, Andrew, what up? How'd you sleep last night, buddy? Uh, it's a sad day. You know. I know. I know. Brenna, your girlfriend is leaving town. You're leaving with her though. So it's like kind of nice that you get to see her out. And no, like, I'm talking about the hot sauce I ate in my asshole. It's killing me. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's what we were talking about. <laughs> I know you guys were both. I, I forgot that last night was your last night and you were here together. We went over to Whole Foods together as a, as a threesome. And um, <laughs> and and there was there was a, an air of sadness of like this is she's leaving town. She's lived here for a while. She's not from here, but yeah, she's lived here. I think like almost six or six to nine years. Yeah, somewhere around there. Okay, 69. well, that's, 
Yeah, everything. It's a big used. range. Yeah, how tall is she? Six or nine feet. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there, about five forty Jersey. Uh, <laughs> Remember Beetlejuice used to. They no. go. They go. Hey, Beetlejuice, who's from Howard On Stern? Howard Stern, yeah, Beetlejuice. They go. How tall are you? He was. He's like ah, about. I don't know about. Seven five hundred forty Jersey. Like he would just he's always. The he's the funniest motherfucker, and I fucked that up. But yeah, no, no, no. His. If you've never heard of Beetlejuice on Howard Stern, you gotta check out. Just go to YouTube and just crack up. Um, at his at, at the way he talks and how fast he thinks. Uh, slow. I remember they were doing. Uh, we should play this game where you gotta guess the word, and the person gives you guesses. Like mm. gives you. Yeah. So his was. Uh, it, the word was window. Mm-hmm. And and Howard goes sill, and and he goes sill, sill phone. <laughs> he's so cute. I wish him the best wherever he is. Oh, he's killing um, it somewhere. He went back to school, got his MBA, I think. Uh, so sad day. <laughs> sad day. We're driving to Chicago. Have you guys talked about? I knew she's like in the other room. Have no, you guys she's not here about right it? now. She's not here. Right oh, she isn't. Have no. you guys talked about? Um, like leaving or are is it just like in the air because i didn't i feel like i didn't even know she was leaving tomorrow like all of a sudden you were like oh well, yeah tomorrow I'm, I'm going to chicago i was like oh tomorrow she's moving <laughs> like it was just like any other night but i think that's because you don't want to focus so much on an end you just want to be in the present yeah i'm not one to like be like she's you know i could have had multiple conversations with how i'm feeling about her leaving and stuff and Obviously, I didn't do that because you didn't even know she was <laughs> leaving necessarily. I mean, we had a little talk when you were in the shower or pooping, whatever, when you were doing. But yeah, she uh, she's amazing. Uh, we had a great little talk last night. She's just, I haven't seen her for a few weeks since we spent that, since I first fell in love with her a couple weekends ago. And um, just reminded last night, like, how much I'm going to miss her and what, like, a... Uh, a friend she has been to me even in the tiny conversations we've had and like how there's so much more of our friendship that I'd like to explore and that I'm going to get to explore I hope like I'll be friends with her forever I think and then know her and want to like connect with her whenever I take her to Tulum I mean I, I really I would have I honestly would have extended the invite to her at this point she's that special but last night I was saying I go I was we were talking about your obsession with golf and I go, it's interesting that his obsession really ramped up as soon as he found out you were moving. I was like, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a coincidence. I mean, you, you definitely loved golf before you were obsessed with it another time in your life, but I think it's nice that you are getting distracted by this thing that can fill the time when you might be thinking about her leaving or when she is gone and you have to fill the time. Like there's. It was funny yesterday. I, I No, it's funny you do say that. And she was comforted by that, I think, because, you know, like you can be a little bit threatened by your boyfriend's new obsession. And I go, I honestly think it has everything to do with you. Well, I was leaving the range yesterday and uh, any golfer knows you think or anyone that does something a lot to try to really get better at something and you think you crack the code and that you're on your way to oh becoming a hero. I no, like, literally go, three days ago thought I cracked the code on a swing where oh, I literally so was happy. almost crying. I was almost crying on the range. People were looking at me like, this guy, I don't know if it's about the golf swing or something Wait, else. You finally Maybe finally figured the out your fade. Yeah, I figured out my power fade. I was so fucking happy. And two days later, I swear to God, I couldn't hit it to save my life. And I hit literally 500 balls. Did you get the yips? yips. The yippy yeah. yips. Yeah. And the more I tried... 
the more I tried to break it down, the less I tried to, I tried everything. You were in a mood last night. Yeah. It was like, he was drenched in sweat. No, he hit 600 <laughs> golf balls last night. It was the second time you would, wait, it was the first time, you were doing two a days recently. I did two a days once. I don't yeah. judge it at all because yeah. I am doing the same with guitar. Like I, I have get, I'm getting new calluses and pains in my hand that are from overuse of like, no one's supposed to play this much. Like my fingers are bleeding. You know, me, me I think George Harrison said but that. But do you ever play one day and be like, did I even fucking um, play for seven hours yes. yesterday? And yeah. you know what? I've researched it enough that I know that there are days. And, and also, it's related to comedy. Like I told you as soon as yeah. you said this, because last week, Andrew's talking about going pro, which he obviously <laughs> could do if he kept at it. it it's, it's without ch- He definitely could go. I could play in like some off tournament. Yeah, but you could like get... I mean, you have the ability, we've seen it in this short amount of time, get so good that you're like really excited. So there's, you're naturally yes. good. You're it's an a NBA, good sport for You're my- an NBA, which I call a natural born athlete, but it just makes me sound like a dumb girl and be like, <laughs> there's such NBAs. So, but you are. And I was like, it's, it's, you were so sad last night about like what had happened. You kind of told me and I go, yeah, it's interesting. Like you can go from... I go do that with guitar. Like there's sometimes that I'm like, I could go pro, whatever that means. And then there are other days where I'm like, you should quit. And you go, I need to have less days where I tell myself I can go pro. And I said, no, Mm. don't do that because that is actually right. You're right. The thing is pros will always have days like you have, no matter how good you get, because you know this as a comic that's been doing it. Especially with golf. You're an elite comic. Like you've been doing that long enough that you are one of the best so you have days where you're like i'm fucking Chappelle up here i should have every hour special that they give out like you kill in a way that is no one could argue you're the best at it in it like one of the best up there top shelf and then you have sets where you're one of the fucking worst (laughs) and i've had sets where literally i go quit comedy you should never do it recently and i recently went on a tv show that i can't talk about where someone had a performance yeah that was that wasn't as good as the other people that they were um, like next to. And the person like had a meltdown because they were getting criticized for it a little bit, like just being like, hey, it wasn't your best or whatever. And I felt like this person was going to go and cry and think they were the worst and be in that mindset. And I said, hold on here. Because I knew exactly what that person was thinking. They're standing next to all their peers and they're thinking, I'm not as good as these people. I I don't deserve to be up here with all these people that are better than me. And the truth is, I said, last night I was performing and I had a set. Did I already say this? I go, I had a set that um, the night before this show, I go, I had a set last night. I go, I'm the best comedian. Like, I'm the best at what I do. I'm one of the best. No argument about it. And they all like clapped and were like, you are. And I was like, and I bombed last night. I had a set that (laughs) if you watched it, you wouldn't. You wouldn't even know that I had ever done stand-up. It was like, I lost my place. I couldn't find it back. I was trying to win over the audience. I kept stumbling. And it's going to keep happening no matter how good you get. So it is not about how good you are. It's That is always going to happen. So allow those moments yeah. to happen and forgive yourself for it's that. It's like one of those things, though. It's like, uh, you know, it, the bomb hurts because you're like, I am good there's something about i remember i did a comedy competition and i was going against people that were like you know three months in and it was like you know everyone does two minutes or whatever sure and i fucking ate a dick and i was like i'm so fucking bad and i was like no these people are so naive and they have like these jokes that like work but they're not like great they're just and they just don't like when you hit a golf ball and you don't play a lot you just swing you You just swing Just like in, in comedy sometimes, like if you don't do it a lot and you don't know the failures or whatever, you just swing. And, and now and it. now I like, well, I, 
if I got to swing like this because I'm like this and I'm like that. And then you break everything down. Like with guitar, I got to play like, because this is how John Mayer yep. plays or this is how Taylor plays it exactly. And mm-hmm. and maybe that will get it on the way of your strumming. Sometimes with, like um, with guitar, I recently had a breakthrough with guitar too. The same day you had your thing, I was like, oh my God, I had one too. There's this part in an Indigo Girls song that I'm trying to learn that is just like, it, it, it's advanced. I even showed it to my dad and my dad goes, I go, how do you do this? And he goes, I think some guitars just can't do it. And I was just like, what? Like, <laughs> that's not an answer. And this, she's playing the same kind of guitar I am. How did she make those noises? And he's going, you're not hearing what I'm hearing. And I go, I know there's an extra note in there that she's hitting. How does she do it? And I finally just did it because instead of trying to watch her on YouTube in yeah. slow motion, I just listened and I go, how would you... How would your body make this sound? And I swear to God, ever since I looked at the at the guitar as a percussive instrument, like Dave Grohl said, he approached it when he started playing after um, Nirvana, when he started playing guitar with for the Foo Fighters uh, lead, you know, he was like, I looked at it like drums and it opened the guitar up to me. So I'm finding new ways to open it up to me. And there are some days where I'm like, I am so fucking good. I can't even believe it. My voice sounds amazing. I'm like, I'm ready to perform. I almost accepted a wedding gig the other day that my dad sent me a gig that they got asked to do. That was all Taylor Swift songs, obviously a Swifty getting married. And it was weird songs too. One of them was illicit affairs, which is about affairs. The other song was like, get ahead of it. They were all breakup songs. And I was like, this is a weird wedding. Yeah, get ahead of it. Or like try to tell your husband something that yeah. you can't tell him. Uh, it, it, I'm it, fucking a groomsman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's one of Taylor's. Taylor's yeah. yeah, that's that's one of her hidden tracks. Um, but uh, I, I, think I go, that's Dad. song track 69. I like was in a good mood and I go, I go, Dad, um, I can do, the, I'll do that gig. Just tell them I can only do. Like, I'll give them all the Taylor Swift songs I know, and I'll do the gig. And it might be, like, maybe they're a fan of mine. that They might, like, have some, like, if I suck, they'll still be like, oh, it's Nikki Glaser playing it, so at least it's something. But um, I realized, oh, my God, that's what I want to do. I am um, starting a Taylor Swift cover band uh, with my sister. We're having our first band practice tomorrow. Um, I'm uh, open to names that you could give us that are based upon like being sisters. Her name is Lauren. My name's Nikki um, that are also Taylor Swift tied in. So uh, I will accept names. She plays keyboards. We both have been um, like uh, we didn't like playing music because my dad was too good at it and critical. So we both have never let ourselves explore this talent until we like became adults on our own and um, told my dad to zip it. And my dad is so sweet. He just doesn't understand why he's discouraged us. He's like, I don't get it. I only we're like, it's just know that we don't even know why, but we both have been terrified to play instruments. And that's weird because we should like it yes. but there's something in our i think it I might that. be you yeah. dad but not intentionally it's like when my dad i i golf with my dad and i instantly play worse yeah because one i don't want to beat him sub uh subconsciously i think yeah. you just don't want to beat your father and you also no. don't think you could beat your father no you shouldn't you shouldn't your dad should beat you i always say that your dad should always be the one beating i used to have you. a great joke that people always do but it was uh. it was one of my first jokes, and it was like, um, I love I love hanging out with my family. We still just do this thing every Friday night. We do family game night, <laughs> and my dad always beats us <laughs> if we win. He's yeah. a sore loser, and we're sore winners in the end. I mean, that's a pretty good joke. It it's has many joke. layers. I might bring it back, but a lot of people have that like beat me, yeah, yeah, thing yeah. of like uh, like uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, someone was asking me, and I think this is because comedians probably listen to this podcast. I was at the baseball. Oh, to tie it back to the golf thing real quick, I sure. wanted to say. So I was so sad about 
not being losing my swing last night and not being able to figure it out. And to your point, like I think if I'm hitting well, I'm not so sad about Brennan leaving. And then I was I hit so poorly yesterday. I'm driving home and literally about to cry. Yeah. And it's not and it, I mean I couldn't about count golf. on my swing anymore to save me from being sad about her leaving. Yes, so it was you interesting. couldn't distract yourself with that. Like, well, at least I got my swing. <laughs> No, I don't even have my swing. Oh my god! What? Wait, but, oh the the comedy thing though. They go, well, how do you write jokes without, um, if if you know, because so many people write jokes out there, and mm. there's so much supply out there. How do you do things where you know it'll be uh, original, original? And how do you answer that? Because I thought I... you start, you could start broad where everyone else you can start and then make it specific. Well, I feel like it's I how just you can... know that uh, the best way to check if a joke kind of like that, like beat me, like if I was looking up that joke to see if someone else had done it, I would just check Twitter. That's the closest place to yes. check because if a comedian has done it, someone's stolen it from him, put it on Twitter at least and you'll see it. So, so you know, there was one joke that I remember my ex-boyfriend made that I thought was so funny that like, Jesus, Jesus is so fit. He must've done CrossFit. Like I was like, Oh my God, that's funny. Whoa. It's such a good. And I go, there's no way someone hasn't made that before, even though that is brilliant on its own. It's parallel thought. He thought of it. And then all also so many things on Twitter, but like so many jokes I've made in specials that I made the first time were, have been thought of again in not because they saw my special. I never accuse someone of stealing my jokes because it, like with the joke the the game joke i would say uh board i would write in board game beat um bruises or so i would i would i would connect those things to see if anyone and then i would try different things and see if anyone had made that connection um before and what i would tell joke writers about that is that I know that you think your joke is original, but it's probably been done, but that doesn't mean that you can't still do it because as long as you didn't steal from someone, it is still, you can still do it. Yeah. You'll Someone will eventually tell you, hey, someone has that joke and then you don't need to be embarrassed. No one thinks you stole it. Comedians understand there's parallel thought. I literally have stolen a joke from you. I've talked about this um, a lot. I saw Ali Wong perform one time at the Comedy Cellar. I loved her set. A couple weeks later, I was on stage. She's watching me this time. And I did her joke. We both have a joke about anal sex. Uh, and I thought I it was said, about you being Asian. Yeah. And it, it <laughs> honestly, it worked better for me, I thought. Um, yeah. I said that uh, when you have sex, it was something like, uh, you you like you at first are like no and then it's like you let yourself get into it and you're like a whole new world you're just like you know like um you know uh what's it called Aladdin and I said the a whole new world she had done that and I and the thing is it came from a place that I didn't understand I was like where did that I don't remember thinking that but it just came out on stage and I was like oh my god that's kind of cool that I just thought of that and I even thought came up with a funny line that was like because after he, she goes a whole new world he goes don't you dare close your eyes and I like the idea of a guy being like don't you dare close your eyes yeah, like yeah. I said that after and I was like because yeah. I, I was like it's a whole new world and he was like don't you dare close your eyes and I'm like oh I'm sorry master and so that ended up being different than Allie's. But I got off stage and Allie goes, hey, I, oh my God, I have that joke, uh, the whole new world. And I go, Allie, I stole that from, I, yeah. I go, I was on stage and I thought, where did that come from? I just thought it, I go, it was you. And I go, I am so sorry. And, um, and I, I think I said to her at first, I go, well, no, I think at first I thought it was mine. Or something, and I, I I made the mistake of being like, I won't do it on TV. 
And then I was like, wait a second, why am I even saying I would do it ever? And then yeah. I wrote to her later being like, I'm so sorry I only said TV. I will never do that. That is yours. I took it from you, even if I'm adding some flourish at the end. That is not mine. And um, so it happens. You're definitely going to write material that other people have written. And um, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle House household in my wife and kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, let's get to the news. We Uh, skipped it yesterday. Apparently we did. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Hey, everybody. It's Mike Klintoff. Oh, it's Mike. Oh, Mike McClintock, McClintock. Uh, from Veep. Uh, I uh, hope you have a great weekend this weekend. I know it's Thursday, but tomorrow's Friday, so Friday's pretty much Thursday, if you know what I mean, yeah. which is Saturday. And? and you're having a great time in all the swells, because um, every day is the same day when you're here with the Nikki Glazer podcast. I'm going to miss doing this podcast in person with you, Andrew. I'm oh, not gonna, I know. We're not going to be, we might be apart for a while. What do you mean? I don't know. I'm just getting booked on some stuff that's calling my name. We'll oh. see. But the thing is, the the podcast with us remote still work. And I could go to any city I want. Mm, I'm good with you. Just work, staying here and working on your swing and uh, taking care of our no, Roomba. And coming to you. No, Roomba and needs you. That week I'm going to be there with yeah, you. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, you. Yeah, you are. That's true. Um, yeah. Uh, back to the news. Okay, five children under the age of 10 were brought to a hospital from a barbecue after parents noticed odd behavior. Hmm. The kids accidentally ingested unintended THC gummies. Ooh, they I got mean, stoned, how does this bro? not happen more often? Okay, I so mean, look these, at this bag. This bag looks exactly like Sour Patch, but it says Stoner Patch, and the gummies have like like stoner faces on them. Oh, these poor kids! They probably ate so much. Oh, they look delicious. I mean, that's like a gun that like looks like a water gun. Yes, it does. And um, yeah. Uh, Oh, there's bullets in there. By the way, all these gummies are packaged in ways that you make you want to eat them like Tide Pods. And they're not Tide Pods. So you should not put them in your wash or eat them. And um, oh, a a child. I first of all would have loved would have loved to see the first. 15 minutes of, of, or like once they kicked in, I would have liked to see the first 15 minutes. And I want to know, I, what were the parents saying the kids were doing? Were they like- They didn't get too into detail. They just said they observed weird behavior. Odd so behavior. I would assume, I would assume one of the kids' head was in the cake. Another one yeah, was, was like- Yeah, was just laughing at the kid's head in the cake. Watching Dave the Confused. Yeah. You know? No, no, but it is funny. Like Ali One kid it. was getting a lot of work done and podcasting a lot. And it's like, oh, he's got that Nikki Glazer gene. The Mickey Mantle pot makes them. Well, edibles don't. Edibles fuck you up. Yeah. And those are so strong. Look at that package. I mean, how much were in each of those? Noah, can you pull up that package again? I want to A kid, 10 kids under the age of 10. Is that what we we're dealing with? How many milligrams I think it was- are those? I think those have got to be about five each. Five and, children under the age of 10. And I'm guessing those five milligrams, even one. And what kid is going to eat just one gummy? Oh, yeah. It's actually yeah. 500 milligrams. Shut. Oh, for the whole package. And how many are oh, in the package? Oh, is that what it means? Yeah, it's it usually 500. what it means. So they're five and they're um, 10 each. or So there's 10 of them. So they're all five milligrams. I'm guessing they were already open. I'm guessing the kids had between one and two of these, which is five milligrams is enough to make my my dad takes half half a five milligram and it's like <laughs> I really had the best time in my life just that's a perfect amount for me and he's six foot something yeah and um so it's, these kids got effed up I mean it's uh those it, look delicious it is by funny the way. yeah like you get high and you just turn into like a little kid just like enjoying the world and these little pa- sour patch I would rather my kids do um, mushrooms than than edibles well it's weird when you get high and you don't know you're gonna get high so you know 
there was a kid in college. This is pretty fucked up, but he 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 uh, gave one his roommate acid without telling him. Yeah, he, and did, the, he pulled an Ari Shafir. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, did that to Bert. Yeah, and the kid had no idea. He went mm-hmm. thought he was going. I mean, that's on I mean, a whole that other level. A lot, I think, is that people think that's just funny, and sometimes oh. I say like. That's going to be the way that I do it. You know, like I was just. Uh, you want me to put ayahuasca in your coffee? Well, I was just talking to the, the guy I'm talking to on Bumble and we were talking about, you know, meditation and all that stuff. And I've gotten away from TM. I used to do TM every day to treat my depression. And then the depression came back. I got it finally treated with um, pharmaceuticals, big pharma. And now I'm really into hallucinogens. Like I either want to, you know, microdose or. Um, do LSD or, you know, ayahuasca and have these, like, I want to do an ego death. And I was talking about that. And like, I do think I'm so scared to have those experiences that Megan Fox talked about that I almost want someone to just like drug my, I don't want it. I actually told Ari Shafir on Joe Rogan's podcast. I like said to Ari, I go, you have permission to try to drug me or something like that. He's such, and so I have not, I have not been around him uh, ever. I just, I think it's a really cruel thing to do, obviously, but not if you're asking for it. Uh, when was the first Literally. time you ever got stoned? Do you remember the day and yes. like the whole buildup? Yeah, we called it Debbie, our friend Debbie. We, I have all the notes to prove it. We were like, who can get us Debbie? We were like writing about it. Katie, Ra- I'm not going to say her. Katie, Katie. Raggy. There were some people that could get us Debbie. It was freshman year of high school. We, um, smoked it with my friend Avni and Kristen and Kirsten down in the creek uh, in our subdivision that my parents still live in. We went home. Kirsten, um, I remember a, a, a motorcycle pulled up. Like we heard a motorcycle and we were all like smoking behind. It wasn't actually in the creek yet. We were behind like the subdivision sign, this big giant like, uh, you know, one of those big stonework signs. We were behind it. There's bushes and on at the intersection that it was uh, a car pulled up but it was a motorcycle and we were all like giggling being like shh and um I was like it's a car and Kirsten goes no it's a motorcycle it's live and we thought it was so funny that like we all knew what she meant yeah. it's live man yeah like, yeah it's yeah live. but then we went home we were so stoned we ate a bunch of t- but I was in control this happens a lot with me like when I did mushrooms with a friend of mine recently I saw her getting fucked up and I wanted to take care of her so I just didn't let myself get as high and I took care of everyone and I went home we made Tostino's pizzas oh those, those are, are the best, best. microwave the best. or oven I th- oven at the time we like we were patient I guess wow. we watched TV Cursed. We all went in my room because they were behaving too erratically that I thought my parents were going to catch on. So we went in my room. We were giggling so much. Kirsten went in my bathroom. We swore to God the shower turned on. She said she claimed it didn't. Um, and that was the first time we'd smoked out <laughs> of a shower big pen. Live. With, yeah, the shower was live. Um, yeah, that was the first time. But we really... It's interesting. It didn't. It didn't work. You smoked for out me. of a big pen. A big pen with like, dude. We foil. are. I mean, we're weird. We're, our lives. I smoked out of a shampoo bottle. So we both smoked out of plastic the first time. Yeah, I think most people do, man. I've smoked out of well, plastic. Shampoo is so stupid with all the stuff in it. Oh, like my, we everything just is. I mean, yeah. What I smoke out of now, I, I'm breathing <laughs> in. Sometimes I, you know, I, it, it goes through the pipe too quickly, and I breathe in just the lighter fluid of the lighter, and it's like. This is disgusting. Like, this is not good in any way. And thank you so much to everyone who wrote to me about not having shame about pot. And I'm really like, it, it helped me so much. It's continuing to help me. But um, yeah, it's it's gross. I remember smoking out of a Red Bull can with a very famous comedian who at the time I was opening for him. And he was like, yeah, I smoke pot. And I was like, great, let's hang out. We went to the 7-Eleven. We got a Red Bull. He was like, I, I have pot, but I don't have anything to smoke out of. Let's get a Red Bull can. I'm like, all right. He knew how to make one. You dent it. Yes. You make a little thing it's 
so this is a story I tell on stage sometimes, but he smoked out the Red Bull can. We, we got high behind a 7-Eleven. He was not a comedian that was like trying to creep on me or anything. We were just having fun. It was so awesome. What a fun weekend that was. Cut to like 12 years later. I'm like hanging out with this comedian at the Comedy Cellar and I'm like, dude, I got some weed. Do you smoke, still smoke weed? I remember working with you in Virginia Beach and like we smoked weed together and he goes, yeah, yeah, I do. Oh my God. Yes, of course. And I go, I go, let's. I go, I remember you were the first person and I think the only time that we smoked out of a Red Bull can, which is insane because you're like inhaling aluminum. Like, yeah. that was so crazy. I we smoked did that. out of a Coke can, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. goes, oh, that's what I still use. And I was like, <laughs> I go, really? So that's, 12 years That's of really Red Bull. bad. He's like an adult with children. And I go, that's bad. And he goes, yeah, actually, um, I kind of like only can. And I was like, yeah, you're addicted to aluminum, buddy. Like, that's, <laughs> that, that he, he had the realization there like, he goes, yeah, sometimes I don't even need weed in it. No, he didn't say that, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. literally he's addicted to aluminum at this point. So watch out out there. And someone actually just wrote to me about energy drinks and said that they have found that they have sores on their tongues and they mm. tongue and now they know what it's coming from. So, um, yeah, I would switch to some LaCroix. It's sucking dick coffee. after you get ramped up. Next news story. I loved that one. Oh, my God. Those kids have a tale to tell. Uh, a study finds that more than two thirds of all romantic relationships begin as friendships. Those numbers were even higher among people in their 20s and people who identified as LGBTQ with about 85% of couples beginning as friends. Wow. Well, can I, I wonder though, when that friendship starts, if one or both parties is just friends too. Well, that made me think about um, not giving up the vagina. Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But not giving up the vagina, but the girl's not even cognizant of the fact that they're holding out the vagina from the guy you know what i mean so it's like it's building up maybe not like on the surface but uh, you know what i mean like he wants that fucker essentially how the best way to get a guy to like you is to not if you're not giving it up yeah so everyone likes the chase everyone no one doesn't like what the chase and and at some point you got to give it up and that's after you've they've fallen in love with you you can kind of let down your guard and like be more vulnerable. But honestly, Noah, even in my own relationships right now that I'm kind of like toying with, the, I, I've seen how well it works to not let them in your vagina and how it can transform someone to to looking at you in a way that is truly like respectful and loving and like, and I am so scared to ever let someone in my vagina ever again because that might go away. Like, I'm too scared. But is any part of you going, you're giving, I look, I think it's, a, you, are you giving the vagina too much credit for this? And I'm not, I'm not trying to hate on it, but I'm just saying the guy in question could be more ready now. He could be more understanding of you, could be more empathetic for you for for a myriad of reasons, as well as not being able to be allowed in your vagina. But are you giving Did the you vagina... Did you a myriad to, of reasons? I said a meerkat. A meerkat. A meerkat. Um, first of all, a myriad... Everyone always says a myriad of reasons, and I what just I found say? out it's what? myriad reasons. It's like myriad is like the adjective. It's like myriad reasons. It's not a myriad of, which is, I think that's right. We can look it up later. But anyway. I feel like I've heard that many So you're giving it too much credit. And and you're right though, Andrew. Like a person (laughs) that I might be like getting all of this from because I feel like it's because I'm withholding my vagina. It might be because of any other things that might be at play. However, the fact 
that I haven't let this person in my vagina and how much they t- talk about that fact <laughs> and are turned on by that fact and reference it and are not like frustrated, but like really like think it's, and by the way, I'm not doing, at this point I'm, as soon as I'm ready to let anyone be like my boyfriend and like committed to me and like let's move forward, I won't have any problem letting them in because I will know, I, if I'm if I'm still debating it, it means it's not ready, I'm not ready. But as soon as I'm like, yes, I want this and I feel safe, yeah. I will do it. But I know right now that it's not bad for him. He is enjoying Yeah, this. he's still eating. He's still, he's really enjoying. And honestly, I don't know. I, I might try a relationship where it never takes place. It's good birth control. Um, it, uh, it keeps like, it keeps it. So there's always like this thing that will keep it spicy and honeymoon phase of like, I can't have all of her. And, um, mm-hmm. it's just really, it's, it's been the, one of the hottest things in my life to not have vaginal sex. I guess for me, I and would, have fingers and everything else in there. Yes, I think. Uh, I don't. Yeah, yeah. So it's you're not a penis, the not vagina a is still penis. being played around with. Uh, my only thing though is like, if I had a dog, right? Granted, I'm comparing a, a man to a dog, which sure. isn't far off. Um, <laughs> but and the dog only came to me and loved me if I was withholding food. Not because of the love I give the dog, the petting I give the dog, the uh, walks I give the dog, the, just the relationship. These myriad of other factors, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I'd just be worried that, oh, they only just want the food. And it's like a a myriad of food. Mm -hmm. Myriad food. Yeah, Marion, your dog. Yeah, Marion, myriad Marion. Mirrors. (laughs) Okay, I hear what you're saying. Can I say that um, I don't ever feel like... uh, the thing is, it's subconscious, and men don't even realize that that is a. Uh, you know what it. You know what it is. Noah, let me let me take this because I see you chomping at the bed, and I think I know what I want to say about the book. Getting to I do, which this is all based on, is that yes, it's telling you to withhold sex from men, and in in an effort, and be, by doing that, they will like you more. Just as a, is, it happens because of it. But what the book is really teaching you to do is not to trick a man into loving you. That's like my jokey. S- what I say about the book and how I used to view it was like, don't be yourself so you can get a man. But what it teaches you to do is to respect your body and to respect the things that you, that your subconscious mind that you can't control. Like you think you have girls think they have men and women think they have control over their emotions. And the truth is you don't. And you have to, you have to respect the fact that your body is biologically wired to, get very connected to someone who goes in your vagina. So just respect your vagina. And then when you don't let a man into your vagina until he has earned it, until you feel safe, until you feel everything in your soul is confident that, and you can never be sure. Obviously you can always change his mind. He might be doing all these things just to get the vagina. Then once he gets the vagina, it was all a fake. Well then you, then you learn from that because that's happened to me before, but it was because I didn't actually do it right. I was withholding to get something and I wasn't withholding because I respected myself. That's the yes. I like that. I like that. And you know what he's you know what he's responding to is not the fact that I won't let him in my pussy. It's he's responding to the fact that he knows no man will ever get in my pussy. I I respect myself enough that not only because I'm not letting him in, no he knows no one will and that I am a woman that unless I am treated like a fucking queen, you're not getting that. And it's just 
and, and when you demand respect, I've been talking about F-Boy so much, F-Boy Island, everyone goes, What's, tell me what you learned about F-Boy. And I go, the only deterrent, the kryptonite for an F-Boy, they can, they can trick you in, a, in myriad ways. The only deterrent is a woman who truly respects herself, doesn't fake respect herself, which I was doing forever, truly thinks she is a prize and that this guy needs to earn her. And when you have that and when you truly believe it, which by the way is not easy to come by and is not something that you can just like say, like, you know, I've been saying like, I hate this like fake body positivity and self image positivity where it's like, put a sticker on your mirror that says you go girl. And yes, when yeah, you yeah. look at yourself in the mirror and, and you want to say, ugh, and hold your fat go, no, you're hot. Like that bullshit, unless you believe it, don't fucking do that stuff. Okay. Just be nicer to yourself. But like, don't, don't, this stuff is just, I hate all these women that are pretending like they've accepted their bodies and are forcing everyone to feel shame about the fact that they haven't yet because it's a long process that takes so long. And if you're interested in my process, you can always DM me and I'll go into more detail. But because I have actually achieved it, that is the thing that has changed for me is that I think when, when, when this guy sees me naked and he goes, you are so fucking hot. I just go, I don't go like, thank you. Like I used to go like, thank you. I love when you say that, blah, blah. I just go, I know. I know, like, because mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. I am so fucking hot. He is so lucky to be with me. He is also so hot. But, like, I, I, I say I know in a way that isn't, like, I know. It's, like, I'm just, like, I know. I thank you for seeing it. Like, yeah. it's not, like, oh, good, now I'm hot because you said it. It's, like, thank you for saying what I already deep down know. And I would know it even if I was fucking, like, it went, if I'm and I don't want to say this negatively, if I'm fat, if I'm old, if I'm age spotty, tired looking, I'm fucking hot because I am. I just am. My spirit is hot. And I just, this guy recently has been so obsessed with my looks, the guy that I'm hooking up with that I'm not having sex with. He is so, he looks at me like I'm Giselle. I really feel like I'm in the movie I Feel Pretty where Amy Schumer sees herself as a hot mom, like as Emily Ratajkowski almost in the mirror. That is what he sees when he looks at me, when I look like horrid hell. He's like, I just can't believe how hot you are. Yesterday he pulled an old ID out of a box. I have an old ID. He was just like rooting through his box. He pulled out this like driver's license, an old one. And I look like I have brown hair. I'm like, smile, no makeup. It's a license photo. And he goes, God, I just, I fucking love this face. And this guy, I've... I, he, he is, he doesn't realize what he's doing, but he's telling me, this guy loves, this guy is so in love with me. It's not because I look hot there and like anyone would say that was a great picture of me. I mean, it's not so bad for a license photo, but it was just like, (laughs) this guy loves me now because I love myself. Yeah, I love that. And he couldn't before. This guy was not capable of loving me before, not because he wasn't capable of it. Maybe it was that, but it was because I didn't like myself. I really didn't. And if you are out there and you don't like yourself, doesn't mean that you should break up with whoever you're with that says they love you. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but it really is the missing ingredient. And I will be fine without a man or with one for the rest of my life because I actually love myself a lot. Uh, next story. Megan Fox reveals that she doesn't drink anymore because she had too much champagne at the 2009 Golden awesome. Globes and became belligerent and said a bunch of shit. What she shouldn't have okay, said on so the she drank too much champagne. Listen to these quotes that she said on the red carpet. They ask her, "Where's your husband? Where's your um, you know, baby daddy, Brian oh, Austin yeah, Green?" This was great. And she goes, "He doesn't want to be here. He's he has he, he's a male ego, and he wanted to stay home." And what did she say? It's yeah. pretty much that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was like, "This bitch is awesome." And uh, she was just being honest. 
Yeah, she also compared herself to Alan Alda, which, whatever. Oh, like, she said something about being a tranny, because they, in 2009, that word was still kind of being tossed around, and she was wasted, and she was probably tired of being, like, said she looks hot all the time, and she was just like, I look like a, kind of like a man today, or like, I look, I feel like so, I'm wearing so much makeup, I feel like maybe uh, a man, like, I feel like a fraud is probably what she was saying, because sometimes I have said that where I feel like I'm um, uh, e- either like a drag queen or like a a transsexual because I feel like my soul is so masculine and like I I'm wearing all this makeup and I feel like uh I feel like I'm lying about who I or that I'm I'm deceiving about who I really am yes. or something so I think she meant that people I think have forgiven her for that but her agents got so mad at her and were like you can never do that again I can't believe this didn't make more headlines she literally said she was like yeah he doesn't want to be here yeah um, you he know goes, he he, said this. he's he a man goes, with an ego Brian doesn't want to be here he doesn't want to be my date He's a man. He has an ego. Yeah. I think he's probably working on music. I don't think he cares. The music line is so beautiful in like, yeah, his little music. Pro- like, there's so much hatred in oh, this. Oh, yeah. They got in a huge fight for, for but sure. But this was the precursor. This is what you're talking about when people start doing jokes about their relationship, their partner. She well, was just being honest. This, this was, was 10 the pre- years yeah, before they broke yeah. up. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, well, she was wasted, and so, I, and I love that she had that was her bottom. Was like, I said stuff on the red carpet that's going to hurt my career, probably really upset my husband, who I actually do respect his music because she probably did, and she was probably just annoyed that night. I feel like though, Why I don't know. Part of me, me thinks, part of me thinks like she was maybe hated him so much. Obviously, I'm just... No, I just think she had a bad night with him. But just hear me out. He failed as a musician. He did. He put out an album. It didn't work well. He obviously always wanted to be a white rapper. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, they had issues in their marriage, and she decided to be with a white rapper. I I see a coincidence. That's all I'm saying. No, I mean, like, that, that is interesting. I didn't know he had tried to do rap, but, like, also... He, he, I just see. I have done this before, where I've lashed out in, in like interviews and taken out my aggression towards a man, uh, like this. And I was drunk with like anger or whatever it was, or I was just drunk and I've done it. And I think that can be excused. I don't think this was the beginning of the end for them because I bet she could do this to MGK too. Like I'm sure they have arguments where he's choosing something over her. And like I think this was just her realizing that when she gets drunk. The truth might come out, but it's a truth that she wouldn't. It's it's not. I hate when people go. When I get drunk, I tell the truth. It's like yes, but you also don't honor how much you love people and respecting their privacy, which is also part of your truth. So, I like that she got sober after this. I was really inspired by that. I wonder if she still smokes pot. I'm guessing she does because MGK is a huge stoner. But I would like to know, and I'm going to be friends with Megan Fox someday. Andrew, let's get to our sports moment. Oh, let's see how excited you are. Here's Andrew's weekly sports moment. That's maybe one of my fa- my most proud voiceover moments of my life. Yeah, I mean, it's just I na- like every time I go, that is. I just recently released an F Boy Island thing where it was F Boys in the Wild. I couldn't even listen to it yesterday. I put it on my story. If you go to the F Boy Island Instagram, I did this whole like. F boys in the wild. They're a, a, a rare oh, yeah. species. I haven't heard that yet. And I did all this voiceover for it and I worked so hard on it. And then I, I heard the first line of it and I was just like, oh, you flubbed this bitch. And I couldn't listen to the rest. So go listen to that and tell me I'm wrong. But <laughs> I um, thought it or, fit the theme of what you were saying. I thought it was very good. It Was, was it funny, Noah? Yes, because it, it went okay, along good. with like the whole premise of that video, which okay, was so good. funny. 
Okay, I'm so glad. All right, maybe I'll watch it. My assistant, Jen, goes, I'll watch everything for you that you don't want to watch. I'll be like, you know how uh, certain kings have people try things, eat things before they eat to make sure it's not poisoned? Yeah, So she's going to watch everything I do to make sure it's not poisoned and be like, no, you need to see this or don't watch this thing. (laughs) And then she dies? (laughs) Yeah, she dies from watching me um, on The View. (laughs) Is that what you got booked on? No, but I'm sure it'll happen soon. Hey. They're looking to replace Machine Gun Kelly. What's her name? Megan. Not Hell, Kelly. Maggie, uh, Megan McCain. Oh, uh, yeah. The original Space Jam director, oh, yeah. Joe Pitka. I'll, bashes- let me just fill this one. He, he bashed uh, the new Space Jam and Le- uh, LeBron in the new Space Jam because he said that, you know, with Michael Jordan, first of all, that movie Space Jam was based upon Michael Jordan's, uh, he went to baseball and like the whole movie was shaped around Michael De- Jordan's departure from uh, basketball to baseball. So Le- LeBron filling in, it didn't really make sense, even though I would argue him going from Cleveland to Miami was kind of like a departure that he got a lot of flack for. Um, so I think that this, in similar vein, this guy also hasn't done a lot of work since then. He was probably excited to do an interview. I'm guessing this guy had a few cocktails before he did this interview because he throws <laughs> LeBron under the bus. Have has I loved the first Space Jam. I don't remember anything about it, but I uh, I think I would be. He said Bugs Bunny looks terrible. The director said that. <laughs> um, he said that. What other? I mean, like. Well, oh, that like the supporting cast was way better in the first one. He's just. Of course, he would say this. Mad. He was the director, and he didn't get asked back for this one. I thought it was so funny though that he was so blatantly honest because you never hear anyone trashing these big movies. It was True. just no, like I, I think can't he definitely had. I think he was drunk. I'm not joking. You. When I heard this, I go, "This guy is either drunk with anger." But he's, I think he doesn't, I don't know what he's worked on a lot since then. I like this guy because I like that he was honest, like you're saying, Noah. But I think that, and no one trashes, Le- I mean, LeBron does get trashed by like people who LeBron are. LeBron like, gets a shit ton of And hate. he gets compared to Michael Jordan all the time. And he was asking for it in doing a remake of Space Jam. So who cares? But I think this is just getting a lot of press because this guy like really went hard. And like just, most of the time, these interviews are so innocuously like pleasant and complimentary yeah. that you would never even. Notice he definitely that. has a chip on his, his shoulder for a myriad yeah. of reasons. Um, wait, but, wait, let's try to get it right. He has a chip on his shoulder for what? Myriad reasons. Myriad reasons. Good job. Uh, I so, could be wrong about this, by the way. I, uh, you never are. Uh, do you, so I, um, I, <laughs> I just love that they compare. Like these basketball people, they love comparing LeBron versus Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan versus Kobe, you know, and no matter what. And so there's a movie. And so now this guy's like, LeBron's acting skills is nothing compared. Like they could be like literally wiping their ass and be like, no, Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael Jordan wipes his ass up and down and, yes. and gives a sick assist to his balls yes. at the same time. More than LeBron. Like, yes. this, like, feeling of, like, they're both incredible. Like, why are we arguing these, inc- like, what is it? Why? why because, What is know, the need for someone to have to be right about the top five? Well, I think, Andrew, I think it's a, it's human nature to compare and to yeah. crown a winner. It's definitely American to say winner, loser. Because yeah. we don't like things just being the way they are and accepting people for what they're able to give in the moment. And I think that, you know, even when you're on a show with other comedians, there will always be, on the way out, people will go, I liked the first guy, the second guy, blah, 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 then this. She wasn't as good as I, like, everyone has to rate things. Even me, like, after a movie, when I'm walking out, I go... You know, that wasn't as good as the last one. I liked him better than this. It's like, you just got to rank. We love (laughs) Love a ranking. We love it. And um, 
you know what? LeBron is worth so much money and does so many. He's a billionaire, he, and he now. does really good things for the world. And so did Michael Jordan, I think. And like, I love these. And Kobe, of course, was like watching that Naomi Osaka documentary. She was like friends with Kobe, and he reached out to her to like help her. And I would, just, I get emotional just thinking about it because he just seemed. I didn't really know how like involved he was in like young women's sports, not just for his daughter, but like to, to reach out to this young twenty-year-old tennis superstar and to give her advice about the game and and just well, life. Well, he was also, you know, so he grew up in Europe, outside of America, yeah. you know, both being, you know, African American outside of or I guess I guess they're not African American if they grew up whatever. He's gone. I and I really didn't remember I, we were on the train. Yeah, we were. And I go and I read the headline. Up. Yeah, I woke it was, up. It was the first it was the first gig after banging out tour 2020. It was January. We were coming back from Connecticut, I think, and you. We pulled into Penn Station, and I was like waking up in like the dark Penn Station, like the Amtrak pulls, and it's like all dark, and it was in the morning, and you were like, "Kobe Bryant is dead," and I was like, "Wait." It was just, yeah, those moments that you, like, where were you? I remember that one, but I just want to stay with the Kobe thing. Like, um, I was thinking yesterday, Kobe was right before COVID, like right, you know, that was yeah. like he never experienced COVID. I don't know why that stuck out to me of like, oh my God, like this whole thing happened that he never, not that, that doesn't mean anything, but it's just weird that that, like this thing we've been living with that seems like the most like crazy thing that's ever happened to any of us besides, I would say September 11th and then COVID have been the two big American things. Maybe JFK assassination, landing on the moon. But like Kobe missed one of those. And he seems like such a part of, I thought the same now. thing about Mac Miller for some reason. Yeah, like why is that? I had that same that? thought. I had that same like thought. Like they missed COVID. Like why yeah. would we want them to see it? I mean, I, I guess I'm always like, what would they have said? Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girlbomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girlbomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girlbomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girlbomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is it. 
your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Let's get to Fanthrax. I'm going to be honest with you guys. We taped an episode yesterday that is all Fanthrax. It was we went through all of our mail and tried to like empty it out because we are kind of behind on it. We get so many messages. So that is upcoming on the show is a whole episode dedicated to your uh, your thoughts about the show and questions and concerns and um, advice. It was Fun as fuck. And I love this segment. Funthrax, if you ask me. Yeah, so let's get into Fanthrax. We do have a new theme song brought Uh-oh. to you by Noah <laughs> and her uh, fiance, Avi, who is from a metal band, right? Yes. Let's play it first and then talk about it. Featured in... Oh. Oh, my God. Wow. Wait, that, it really That sounds off. like your <laughs> asshole after uh, you had uh, a little bit of Tabasco the night before. That was, how do you even make your voice do that? That was Avi, by the way, from the band. What, what band was he in that was featured in Veep? The band is called Magruder Grind. Magruder Grind. We have a professional metal singer, Noah's fiance, Avi. He, he was also in the, movie, uh, in the show Veep, season one. I forget which episode. Dan and Jonah go to a... Um, a concert together because I think Dan's trying to become friends with Jonah to bribe some kind of bribe is happening. <laughs> they go to a metal show and it's Avi is the singer in that Avi Noah's fiance has been in my favorite show. <laughs> and now we have that guy from Veep <laughs> Avi. What's his last name? Callaway. Callaway. Avi Callaway. Uh, future uh, Noah Calloway is uh, is feet is now our um, Fanthrax uh, theme song. So thank you so much for that. You'll be hearing that weekly on Thursdays, and for our upcoming uh, uh, all Fanthrax episode uh, that will be out next week. So let's get to the Fanthrax. Let's see what you guys are thinking about the show and about yourselves and okay. a life. Noah, 
read it for us. Okay, so this this came into our Instagram account, um, Nikki Glazer Pod. Hi, okay. Nikki. Hi, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. Nikki, I just wanted to say thank you for mentioning your parents' canceled trip to Greece because of your dad's passport that was close to being expired. Oh my God! My, my husband and I have a trip to the Maldives. So, I know coming up and because of your podcast, (laughs) I looked into the passport rules and it turns out his passport expiration would have put us in the same position as your parents. Wow. I never would have looked into this if it weren't for your show (laughs) and the unfortunate experience your parents had. I'm sorry for them, but I'm so thankful that I found out and we have enough time to renew my husband's passport prior to our trip. Thanks, guys. Jen. I'll answer this as Julie Glazer. Jen, God damn it. You know, when Nikki told me that something good would happen because EJ and I got detained in Germany for goddamn seven hours, I thought, honestly, Jen, I thought we weren't going to get out of there. And you know what? EJ had to bring these goddamn pot gummies that were in the bag the whole time. They wouldn't let me get my luggage. I thought we are going to get end up in, you know, Interpol's going to be called. We're not going to get out of here, goddammit. We didn't get to eat. No one's, there was one nice guy. I thought, you know what? There isn't anything good going to come of this. Nikki said there would, but now, Jen, I know. You, you're going to have, something's going to happen in the Maldives that is going to be amazing for you, goddammit, and I can't wait for it. And you know what? Nick, you're right. Good things do happen out of bad things. And, um, Jen, I hope that something you experience in the Maldives goes wrong so that it can help someone else. Um, isn't it Maldives? I feel like it's Maldives. I, I really, I'm almost I have positive. no idea how to Maldives. say it. I, I definitely I'm, fucked um, it up. I, I think it's Maldives. Uh, well. I think you heard Noah say Maldives. And no, she said Maldives. No, she said Maldives. No, we she definitely said Maldives. Wanna I think bet? I say it Mal, Mal, Maldives. She said Maldives. Maldives. I don't wanna even bet? remember. Want to bet? How much you want to bet? hundred dollars. She said okay. Mal, Mal, she said Maldives. No, she said Maldives. Okay. Can we rewind it? hundred dollars. No, can you figure? No, can we'll you do, do it. Right we'll, now? we'll find out afterwards. And now the listener's going to go back and listen. When okay. she just read that from Jen, a hundred dollars. So when she read the thing in the paragraph, a hundred dollars. hundred dollars. Here we go. Um, All right. So uh, let's see what it really is pronounced. Um, let's see. One second. She the, said Maldives. I know for a fact because I I heard it and I was like, that's weird. I, I was um, really hoping you wouldn't ask me to read that one because I didn't know. I how to know. <laughs> well, here we go. Here we go. Here's what it is. And I didn't uh, want Mal- this to happen. Dives uh, pronunciation. Let's do this, and it's gonna play. I think it's the Maldives. Oh, it's connected to my goddamn Bluetooth. One ah, goddamn it! I'm being Nick. my mom. Here, I got it. Maldives. Maldives. Well, that's what she said. She said Maldives. No, she said Maldives. I said it wrong. I don't, I don't, well, I I we, we're going to find out. And you guys listening right now, you know that I won $100. So <laughs> no, thank you, you for No, you know I won $100. Me. We can't go back if right now. If you had to rank it, I won. I'm um, number one. All right. So, uh, Jen, thank you so much for that. That is awesome. <laughs> and that is exactly what I'm talking about. And I love Good the awareness comes. of kuh, kuh there, of Maldives oh, trip being Oh, my God. Kuh. Can I just say yesterday, I ran into a guy. I was walking Luigi. He was on leash. I ran into a guy that had a dog named Danny. Very, very cute. Little beagle dog. It's a puppy. It's so cute. It's a girl too named Danny. So cute. And he said to me, he goes, are you, are you wanting to take Luigi off leash? And I just, he goes, do, do you want to take him off leash? And I looked at him like, I thought he knew, I thought he noticed that I'm an, an off leasher around the building and was kind of like, we, they all talk about me. Like this bitch has a dog <laughs> off leash. And so I kind of look at him, I go, no, because I really didn't want to. 
And I was like, why did now they're talking about me? Like they know that I'm this off leech bitch and they're all like, she thinks she's cool. And then I realized he's a fucking bestie. And I realized it after I walked away. So shout out to Danny's owner. You were so sweet. And I'm sorry. (laughs) I like was very confused by you saying that. And you were trying to let me know you listen to the podcast. All right. Next. Okay. This is a voicemail from Becca. Sweet. Hey, Nikki. My name is Becca and day one bestie. So I was listening to the podcast on Monday and you mentioned that you were at the Colony Hotel in Palm Beach on Saturday. And I was actually on a date right across the street. I looked out the window and I said, huh, I wonder what's going on at the Colony Hotel (gasps) this weekend. He goes, "Hmm, I don't know. And then, yeah, come to find out it's you, the woman that I listen to every day of my life. Favorite comedian of all time. Um, So, yeah, I thought that was funny. But, yeah, sometimes I just feel like this friendship is one way. Like It is, Becca. You no, know, we could have got that spray tan together. You could have let me know. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, Becca. But, um, no, you're not. Yeah, and I'm not kidding either. You at the I'm Rock sad we didn't get to meet. September. Super oh, nice. excited. So, yeah. Becca. Bye. Okay, this is what I love. I love that people talk to me like I'm a best friend that they just like missed in passing. And like I am going to try to be a little bit more um, giving on our social, on our pod social about my whereabouts. Because sometimes I don't want to let people know because I just don't want to – there there could be people that want to do me harm. But um, I, I'm so mad I missed the opportunity to run into you. I love when I get to run into besties. And the ones of you I've met, you know – that when you run into me, it is, I treat you like a best friend and I give you a hug like we haven't seen each other forever. And because, and I know it's one sided, um, which I would, I would argue that a lot of my best friends who uh, I see in person, they would also argue this relationship's <laughs> one sided. Um, but no, that, that means a lot to me. And I also, that's why I love hearing from you guys because it just, I, I get verification that the people that listen to the show are people that I would be best friends with and want to get coffee with. And I will eventually be doing that. Like I, I love you guys. So, and, and you're special, more special to me than any other fan I've accrued in my life through stand up, through anything. No offense. If you like me th- from stand up, that's also me, but this is more me. I just want to say quickly, a uh, f- uh, fan from Mark, uh, someone you will see on the upcoming season of F boy Island, Mark Moran. Oh yeah. He wrote me and invited us to a premiere party in New York on uh, that he's having. We're not going to be there, unfortunately. But he said, um, he goes, Nikki, I'd love you to go. Would you be two of my guests at this party? I said, oh, we're not going to be there, but I wish we could be. And he said, ah, oh, He's wrote C-O-U-H-L. Ah, oh, <laughs> No worries. He was saying cool, but it wrote cuh. No worries. See you when you come to New York for your show and hope all is well. Love listening to you and Andrew Monday through Thursday. At first I read cuh and I'm like, did that autocorrect for him because he was talking to me? Like, or does, did he write, like, does he? Has he been writing K? No, I had no idea to listen to the show. I am, Mark, shout out. Thank you for listening to the show. You're so funny on the show. I I got to sing your praises yesterday on the F-Boy podcast that's coming out soon. That is hosted by two hilarious comedians. Um, I can't remember their names right now. I'm so embarrassed. But I did a podcast yesterday about F-Boy Island. I really recommend you guys listening because they'll have people and the the host they got for it, which you never know what they're going to get to just do this temporary podcast about a show. HBO got two comedians that I know both from the roast scene and another one I knew from Nicole Richie's uh, uh, Quibi show who was I started following because I was like, this guy is the funniest person ever. So I was just so happy to see them. And it just made me even it made me believe so much more in like HBO already because I've even been giving interviews being like, 
they were so hands off with me in terms of like do whatever you want Nikki that I think it was negligent like I think it was a bad mis- <laughs> like it was almost like you guys don't want to say anything they just trusted and yeah. they, just because they have good taste they know that they're not funnier than me so they're gonna let me that's that's smart that's what executives should yeah, do dude. and I and I really just shout out to those guys and Mark Moran I gave you a shout out on the F-Boy podcast because um how funny you were on the season and what I always say about you is that although your jokes we took apart some of the jokes you make on the second episode on a date and um, we rate them and they're all like dad jokes that he heard along the way. I don't think he made these jokes up and we kind of bash you for those jokes. But what I wanted to say and I said on the show, I think, is that you you take risks that I don't take that if you embarrass yourself, it's so embarrassing. But if it comes through, it's amazing. And you're someone that takes a lot of risks, probably financially, too. And that's why you're doing well. Um, He's very fast. Yeah. Like running. Like oh, insane. Really? He ran track oh. in D1. I saw him sprint a race a guy in the parking lot and he Whoa. smoked him by like 30 feet. Go, Mark. It was unbelievable. Um, This is from Marin and it says divorced parents live next door to each other. Okay, good to know. Oh, Marin, a reason. Hey, besties. My name is Marin and I'm calling because in a recent <laughs> episode, y'all were talking about how Adele bought a house for her husband across the street after they got divorced. And I just wanted to share that when my parents got divorced when I was in sixth grade, my mom bought the house next door to my dad, and I grew up with my parents living next door to each other. And it was a super amicable divorce, so I grew up like pretty happy with this arrangement. And I love to tell people about my childhood and how that wins stuff. So thought y'all would find it interesting. Um, thanks so much for making this show. It helps get me through my SSDJ, my mm-hmm. uh, soul-sucking desk job. Um, anyway, can't wait to hear the next episode. Thanks. Bye. Love it. Um, SSDJ could also be day job, like if you're not at a desk. Or soul-sucking standing desk job, if you are sta- do a standing desk, an SSSDJ. <laughs> um, thank you so much for that. And what cool parents to arrange that. I think that is actually I wonder if the ideal. parents started... If they got, I would just like to know a follow up if they got remarried or if they dated a lot, and like the other parent looking out the window, like just yeah. seeing like a, a relationship blossom, like that might be tough. I would think, yeah, wouldn't for, you? Yeah, but unless you really were like, we're better off as friends, and I don't care. No, it's awesome. Know? Like, dude, I mean, like I said before, God. like hearing that is so foreign to me. But so many, div- like, I did a divorce podcast. I did like hundreds of episodes, and the common denominator was like your parents could be divorced all day but as long as they stay friends afterwards the kid is literally could be better Not gonna than end ever up a comedian yeah we'll probably end up a doctor like their father <laughs> yeah. um uh i did get um one short one in from my dms i want to say that uh the girl that i told you guys about that has an OnlyFans and she looks like me and so if you're into like sexy material from someone who really looks like me this girl's going to buy a bentley with luna you. hill x1 wrote to me and she said um I really can't begin to thank you enough, Nikki. I got over 200 new subs from you. I've been working so hard, and you doing something like this has honestly helped me so much. I hope I'm not making you uncomfortable with too many thank yous, and you're best, and you're the best, but seriously, thank you. You're the best. Um, Thank you for subscribing to um, her OnlyFans. I really love to support artists on OnlyFans, um, especially ones that I find via porn sites that I'm like really into. They oftentimes have OnlyFans. It's just a great way to like actually give the money and to like cruelty free porn. And um, and also Luna Luna Hill X One. You can follow on Instagram. Can Luna do us a solid though? Her next OnlyFans video. Can you shave NGP into your vagina hair just to 
kind of get some yeah. of her followers yep. fans of ours I would think be that's nice. Only right. I think and if you don't have vagina hair, maybe I figured just grow it out. <laughs> grow it out. Um, and then shave it in. I think it's a good idea, and I thanks, will. Thanks. And I, I appreciate will it. Never, uh, uh, you know, advertise her only. And not advertising it. I will never. I will tell you to unsubscribe unless she does that. So that is a threat. Uh, let's get to our last thing. Noah, do we have time for one last one? Fan threats. Fan threats. That's pretty good. Wow, that's Fan really good. That was you the whole time. Oh, I thought she was playing it again. That's good. Whoa. Okay, oh this is from Nicola. I think Maybe the Glazer sisters, just straight up, by the way. I've been thinking I want it to be Taylor Swift uh, related. So it's like, you know how like they always do like a song? like Maybe the fashion eggs. Oh, yeah, maybe. Hey, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. My name's Nicola, and I'm calling in because I not only have a mispronunciation story, but also a cuss story. The mispronunciation story <laughs> is not about myself, but about my friend Sage. She's notorious for always misspelling and saying things incorrectly, but the funniest story is when she was fighting with her mom, she was really mad, and she goes, you are the epitome of crazy, and her mom looks oh, at her laughs and goes, did you mean to say epitome? And she has not lived that one down since. And then my cum story is, oh my gosh, so cum and so cringe. But my friends and I in middle school were trying to flirt with the boys, of course. And we thought the best way to do that would be to pull out a strand of hair from our ponytails and to go around Oof. to all of the boys and ask them to pet our rat tails. And then we proceeded to force them to pet them. I don't know I why. I like that. It was yeah, not, not cool at all. Me. Not flirty. It's not cum. most definitely cum. But anyways, uh, I don't know. Uh, if it's so I think much it's cool. Making me laugh. I get some pretty bad anxiety in the car. Nicola. But your podcast Aww. is my safe place and always gets me through it. I'll be Love. seeing you, Nikki, in when you come to Wisconsin, and I cannot wait. And Andrew too. Love you, besties. Nicola. Oh my God, I love your name. First of all, like that's so much more fun. It's than like Nicole. if your name had a, had a cig- like a cigarette holder. Yeah, yeah, like Nick Allah. Allah yeah. means to the Nick to oh. the Glazer. Nick, to, whatever your last name is, your name is Nick to the blank in French. Damn. Um, Nicola, thank you so much for that. That is as the epitome of a mispronunciation example. Love it. The K thing, I I do understand that. Like, just like, why did we do that? The bizarre thing in middle school, like we took out our hair and said pederastals. I love that. We did a thing called Guess the Boob that I've talked about where we just took a picture. We had the first like internet camera ever. My dad got AOL, you know, instant messenger. We took a picture of one breast, each of us, except me because I was too modest. And I um, I just asked Kirsten to be my stand-in boob because she had the best boobs. And then we would send the boobs to guys in our middle school or our high school. It was middle school, actually, like in between. Whoa. And we would go, guess whose boob is who? This is who's here. And then they would try to guess it. And... That was dumb, and I never did my own one. But um, I do love that story because you could have gotten boobs from the internet, but you guys actually went with your actual tits. Yeah, like, like I mean, because we just had to use that camera. It was so dope. What um, um uh, Brennan told me the song uh, a couple days ago. Uh, have you ever heard the T Pain song where he raps "Mansion in Wisconsin"? No, I just like he rhymes them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mansion Wisconsin. You <laughs> got the mansion. And then Wisconsin. I love. <laughs> I love a mispronunciation to rhyming. Stretch of a, a rhyme. My yeah. favorite one is in the Billy Currington song. He goes, uh, "I read in the obituary he was a millionaire." Oh, love <laughs> throwing on the thing. 
like airy. Like it doesn't. I mean, that's fun. That, that is, who is fun. That? Billy Currington. It's uh, God is great and people are good. And oh, beer, and beer is crazy. Or people. God are is cur- good. Great. God is great. People are wait. God beer is, is good. God is great. People are crazy. God is great. Beer is good. People are crazy. Is is what I think it is. It yeah. starts with God. Oh. Oh, it starts with God. I remember right. I wrote that. Literally, it's in my phone. Right. Look, look, look at. It. I type in God in my notes. It's a great Watch song. This. Watch this. And you know why? Look at it. It says God. The- I, I love this song because he meets this old man who cuts his shitty kids out of the will and gives him all his money just because it. they drank one day at a I bar. I wrote that down because I saw it on someone's Bumble profile and I thought it was just such a, a perfect example of just an idiot. But then I didn't <laughs> know there were lyrics. I was just like, people are people are crazy. <laughs> Saying people are crazy is kid. Um Yeah, people are. Uh, I've heard a couple kids recently that I go, that's not kid. So let's let's just reiterate. And and by the way, I don't care if you're not right with K. I just love that oh, you're yeah. using it. Yeah. Um, Mark used it wrong by saying it's K. Like that, it wasn't. You know, it's fine. K means you're trying to look cool, but you're acting like you're not trying. Like you're acting like you don't want people to notice. Or it's an aggressive look cool. Or you're, but you're, yeah, it's, right. But it's, but like it's a all, rev. But but the thing, the rev is done. Like the person's not doing it to be like. Hey, watch, I'm about to, if, if someone goes, oh, you don't I'm think? about to rev my engine to a bunch of people and then they rev it, that's not cool. If they rev it, like they're just like, it would, I'd be doing this anyway, but they're literally doing it for someone else. Okay. Could by definition Awareness. is something that you do to get people's attention that you on, oh, here's, here's what to tell someone thing is cut. If you wouldn't do it unless people were around and you're doing it because people are around, but it's, you're doing it without acknowledging that you're doing it because people are around, it's cut. Gotcha. Final thought before we go off. You go off to Chicago today. You're driving Brenna there. Um, I am going to Mexico on Saturday. I will be broadcasting from there um, on Monday. Will you still be in Chicago on Monday? Potentially until Wednesday. Are you going to play golf there? A lot of golf. Nice. A lot of golf with my cousins and I believe with Brenna's. Yeah, she told me that um, someone in her family wanted to play with you and they were like, do you think Andrew would be interested in in playing a round of golf? with?" And she goes, he would love... Nothing more, <laughs> nothing more than that he would love. So I just love that she um, is embracing your obsession with golf. And we go on the road. Maybe I could squeeze in a nine somewhere. No, like the thing I was It'll be hard, about, actually. I'm so obsessed with guitar. If I had to go somewhere to play guitar and like couldn't do it in the house, I would be gone all yeah, the time be gone doing all it time. all the time. And the fact that you're gone is I I because I have shame about playing golf because it, or about playing guitar because. It doesn't actually contribute to my bottom, like my yes. money and my my career that is active. Um, and so I always feel bad playing it, especially when I'm like, Andrew, could you watch Luigi? I have so much to do today. And then I'm playing guitar. It's like, well, why are you playing guitar? Like, and it's like, well, yesterday I had to get on a call. Dude, it's for your well being, man. Yeah. It's I asked you It's more important than money. But money is. Yesterday I had. You need money four, to care about your well being. <laughs> yesterday I had five hours of of nonstop talking, of being on. I did this show for an hour and a half. You know, then we did a special episode that's going to air, Fanthrax only. That was about an hour. Then I did um, an hour F-Boy Island podcast. Then I did an hour interview with Elle. And and then something else was an hour. And it was me talking, being on. And not just not like, people go, oh, I worked a five-hour day. That's nothing. You're like at your computer. You like sometimes get distracted by your phone. I could not be on my phone for any of this. I was at some points because I just had to and got distracted. But like when I'm on and doing an interview, I can't be on my phone. I can't do, I can't eat. I can't like, 
the last interview was supposed to be on Zoom and I go, can I do this as a phone call because I have to clean up my house. And so during it, I was like, yeah, you know, like folding clothes and stuff. But um, I, what I was going to say about that was, oh, before one of my interviews, I was running late and I needed to get like hair and makeup. And then I, I got everything ready and I'm, oh my gosh, two minutes till the interview starts, I'm ready to go. But I really wanted to play a song on guitar because I just was craving it so much. My ADD meds were kicking in in a way that I was like going to nail this song. It was like, yes. and I was, and I said to Andrew, I go, Andrew, is it bad if I'm seven minutes late, not because I wasn't ready, but because I wanted to play a song on guitar? And he goes, I think you just answered your own question. And I go, you're right. I'll get on right now. And so I got on the Zoom. No. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I played guitar. You threw your was, guitar out the window. I was seven yeah. minutes late and it ended up being okay. And I didn't lie and say that, you know, I'm not ready. I was just like, I need seven more minutes. Dude. And it wasn't a lie. I did need the for so my So many companies, they have ping pong tables in their fucking office. Yeah. They have... So many guys have putting greens in their office. Like, you need a little bit of fucking misdirect to just be able to be great at the other stuff. That's okay, all. so that's what that's I'm giving. Maybe every Thursday we leave with, like, a, a challenge for this weekend to okay. the listener. My challenge to you, listener, is something that you are feeling very anxious about that you are like, I have to do it for them. Like, I, you're just doing it for someone else and you, like, have to be accountable. Figure out a way, be late without lying. Allow yourself to be five minutes late because don't you allow people to be five minutes late, listener? Don't you, wouldn't you, if you would allow this person that you're meeting to be five minutes late and totally understand it and wouldn't mess up how you view them, allow yourself an extra five minutes and do anything that you want. Literally pull up a TV show you're watching, do any, do something that is so self-indulgent. Don't lie about it. Just say, "Can I'm sorry, I, I need an extra five minutes. You're not lying. You need it. Do something that you would be ashamed to admit, <laughs> but it's going to make you feel better and see what happens. And if you got fi if you get fired, don't like blame us. You won't get fired. <laughs> five minutes will always be okay. And even if that five minutes is going to get an iced coffee and you walk in five minutes late with an iced coffee, that coffee is going to make you better for the minutes you are there. Not the five, that five minutes that you took to get the coffee is well worth and I'm if spending. you're an ER surgeon, don't like, play a Taylor Swift song before you get in there and uh, operate <laughs> what if the person's on my gonna die, though, Nikki? No, no, this is about you. <laughs> and you know what? Something good will come of their death. Maybe uh, uh, Jen will have a better time in the Maldives. And I'm about to win 100 bucks when we go no back and way, listen. No way, dude. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have all the swells this weekend. Don't be cur. And, um, and, and be cur if you want to. Listen, we all need attention. And jackfruit. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. 